1: The following podcast was recorded as a video live stream on January 24th, 2021, and has been edited slightly since you can't see what it is that's going on. Of course, there's not really much I can do. You'll just have to kind of roll with it. Proceed at your own risk. For those of you who may not be able to read... Or if you're listening to this on the audio feed later on, I got uh, Harold Jennett with me today, who evidently right. is, according to his tag, dog tired.
2: I'm incredibly tired. I've been it's waking kind- up at five in the morning for the last two weeks.
1: Why? Why are you doing that?
2: I, this happened to me years ago, um, and it's happening again. I, just, I don't know. My My body's just like, hey, time to wake up. And it's usually I'm having a bad dream. Uh, actually every time I know I'm specifically remembering, um, having a dream and I'm waking up from it. And then my, my brain's just on now and yeah. it takes a very long time to fall asleep. I was almost over it, uh, for a little bit and then just got bad again. But so it's, you're really having
1: tired. a, what you're having a form of insomnia.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what it is. So, um, I mean, I eventually can fall back to sleep. It just takes about an hour or so. I've been trying to, uh, not stay in bed and force it to happen. I'll just go up downstairs and read or something. So
1: that's have why you're, I'm dog tired. Have you ever read or listened to the Stephen King book, Insomnia?
2: I don't think I have.
1: I remember really quite enjoying it. Yeah, it, it was good. It, it, and it ties in slightly to the Dark Tower books, now, which is always fun. I only read the first Dark Tower book.
2: I keep hearing how amazing they are, and I feel like I should give it another shot.
1: Yes, because you have to understand, he was like 18 years old or something when he wrote that first Dark Tower book. Oh, I did not yeah, know that. He was, he was in college or something like that. It was, it's it's definitely not the strongest of the books. So this is
2: before he made it big then? Right. Okay.
1: Yeah, he'd always have had plans to make this sweeping epic. Um, it's been a while since I've read all of them, um, and I remember enjoying it. And he he wrote like the first three, and then he got, uh, and then he just stopped for a decade or two. He it, it was like two decades between like the third book and the fourth book. He got hit by that van. Oh, and he I thought was, he was going right. to die. That's right. And he realized if I don't if I don't write if I survive this, I have to finish the Dark Tower because this is you know this is my wake up call that I may never actually finish it unless I just sit down and finish it. So
2: yeah, well he. I remember his uh, his book "Thinner" kind of freaked me out a little bit because that's when I was on my first time I did Weight Watchers. Yeah, and when I read it, no, we my wife and I watched the movie. This is after I'd read it, and this is when I was going on maintenance for weight. This is after I'd lost my weight for Weight Watchers, so I was actually trying to like figure out at what point I would maintain my weight, like how many calories and. I just kept eating more and more and I kept losing weight and we watched this movie. My wife's kind of like, this is freaking me out. Were you cursed by a gypsy anytime in a recent past? Like, I don't know, maybe that's probably what happened. That's the best logical explanation for me right now. Yes.
1: Yeah. Don't don't hit gypsies with your car. No,
2: I mean, at least if you're going to do it, make sure that they're dead and make sure that all their relatives are dead so they can't put a curse on you. So make sure you wipe the whole family out as you do with gypsies.
1: Here is the address to complain to.
2: <laughs> I don't. Lo- I I don't like looking at myself without the beard. I'm not going to look at myself on the screen.
1: You're. I'm you know. You know. You know. Yeah. You, you. This is the third time you've been on one of the live streams, and the first two you had a beard, and this yeah. time you don't. And it's my freaking chin. me out a little.
2: Yeah, my chin doesn't look. I don't. You I got to do this on purpose. Your chin is naked. It is. Who's the guy that plays Vision in the in Wandavision? Paul Beatty. I've been told I look like him.
1: Really, you need to speak like him then. Be all, oh, Wanda. Yes, oh, Wanda. I'll just speak like this the entire
2: podcast then. That'll be good.
1: I will say real quick, since you asked me last week if uh, getting Disney Plus again was uh-huh. worth it for WandaVision, mm-hmm. um, the third episode was, was really, really good. It's it's not your typical show. It's very odd. It's, it's, it's being okay. told like a sitcom. And the first episode was basically a sitcom in the 50s the second episode was a sitcom in the 60s and the third episode was a sitcom in the 70s okay and uh but, but part there's of me a wants reason to, behind it
2: okay part of me wants to get it though so i can keep up because there's always those people and i don't mean you this isn't me like seeking trying to smoothly say it's you but there are some people that don't know how to not spoil things there's always the popular person that says i'm not this isn't a spoiler but and then they spoil it yeah it's you yeah i there's There was a specific guy I worked with. He said, this isn't a spoiler, but... And he would proceed to give you the biggest spoiler of the movie. And you're like, what are you doing? He's like, well, that's not really a spoiler. I'm like, what do you mean? That's not a spoiler. It doesn't give away the whole plot of the movie. I'm like, that's not what a spoiler is. This
1: isn't a spoiler, but Harold does not have a beard. I'm going to hide behind my... Okay. All right. So the whole purpose that you're here, the whole reason, the only reason I would bring you on this show... We decided that, because the first two times you were on, we had nothing in, in we, we, we didn't plan anything. We had no topic to talk about. We just rambled on for an hour. And while it was entertaining, because was really, magical. we're a couple of very entertaining guys, we decided that we would have something specific to talk about today. And so... um And we thought maybe, I don't know if you're still on board about this, but maybe once a month doing this, talking about a different book, and you and I going back and forth and choosing the books that we read. But I allowed you, in my gracious manner, to pick the book that we were going to read today. And you chose Captain America, Volume 1, Castaway in Dimension Z. So this was written by Rick Remender. It was... Penciled by John Romita Jr. Klaus Jansen was the inker. Dan White was the colorer. Joe Caramanga Dean. Was the letter. What? Dean White. Dean White. What did I say? You said Dan. Well, I left Sorry, a letter out. Sorry, he's like out. my
2: favorite colorist, so I can't let you say his name wrong.
1: I left a letter out of his name. That's yes, not did. cool. It's so, okay, uh, This came out in when The first issue, this collects five issues of what is like volume seven of the Captain America title and the first issue came out in January of 2013. I'm not sure when the actual collection I know you read the collection on Hoopla, is that right? Yep. This is also available on Comixology Unlimited. So if if you have Hoopla, you can get it without any uh any money. If you've got if you're a member of the Comixology Unlimited crew, uh, which does cost money. I'm sorry, I just noticed you sent me a little private chat, and I'm looking at it. Oh, and, that was uh, way, that's I know. before we even started. <laughs> I know, I know, that's pretty sad. it? Anyway, so if you're a member of Comixology Unlimited, you can read it there. Uh, if you have a library card and your library participates in the Hoopla program, you can read it there for free. Otherwise, I read it on Marvel Unlimited, so I read it issue by issue. Um, in essence, this is basically, all right, so Captain America, Steve Rogers... He gets on a train. Sharon Carter and him get together. They're they're checking out this subway train. And I honestly can't remember the reason why. <laughs> Some uh, secret train line that's underground that nobody I knows one about. Of the,
2: one of the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents um, found out about it and figured out the yeah. secret password to get in. And she had just asked Steve to marry her recently. Yes. And she gave him a birthday present. And he had just fought the green skull and shattered his hand. But now his hand's all better already. Yeah. He hurts what his was hand the, a lot what was in the this bir- series. Did,
1: did we see the birthday present? What was the birthday present?
2: She just gave him a little package. We don't see it until later. And I wasn't even sure what it was once, you, once he opened the package later in the story.
1: All right, we'll talk about that we'll later. We'll get to later. that. Because I don't, I, don't I don't remember that happening
2: But he doesn't all. seem to want to marry her because he,
1: yeah. he doesn't know if he wants to get involved. The job the comes commitment. first. Yes. Gotta and think he said about about it the, just like that. Yeah. Got to think about the job. Yeah. So... They they go to this train state They go to the train. They can only let one person aboard. So he's a, he's a, being the man. Of course, he's the one who volunteers <laughs> to get on the train. No, this no, is man.
2: This is this is man's work. This is man's this work. Is women's let work.
1: You, let me get on. And so he gets on the train. You find out it's a whole trap. The train goes through a tunnel into this other dimension, which is run by Arnim Zola, and the place is called Dimension Z or Zola was it zolandia which sounds a lot like which sounds a lot like zootopia yeah it does
2: it sounds like a uh, disney movie
1: (laughs) (laughs) and right away he's captured by these mutants that arnim zola has created there's a little boy in a freaking tank behind him uh he has something injected into his chest
2: which should have killed him i'm sorry but
1: well he's 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 a super soldier
2: yeah but Okay. Emphasis okay. on super so, so time out. All right. So so he just broke his hand okay. I feel like I am still confused about Captain America's strength level because I was always under the impression that he is the pinnacle of how strong a human can be. Not superhuman a human can be. But I feel like he continually does stuff that's superhuman. So I think maybe I'm either mistaken about what how strong he, he is or he Marvel has- just keeps changing their mind.
1: He has super strength. I don't think he is. He compared to Spider Man, maybe. I don't know that he is as strong as Spider Man. I want to say that his. Oh, look at me just blocking the camera while I try to look it up. I on didn't my say phone.
2: anything. I just was like letting you go with it.
1: Dude, look at me. I'm so embarrassed. Um, I feel like the description of Captain America's strength, and I'm I'm gonna look it up as I'm talking about. Please it. do,
2: because it's really bothering me. I was feel like, like wrenching huge pieces of metal out to escape from that chair. And they shoved, I don't know, a gigantic needle right into his chest, which I don't Anyway, it's a comic book. I'm All not right. going to, it's a comic book.
1: Captain America represents the pinnacle of human physical perfection. While there. not superhuman, he is as strong as a human being can be. He can lift or press a maximum of 800 pounds, with supreme effort. So, yeah, okay. I think they kind of take that to extremes sometimes. At times. Um, definitely not as strong as Spider Man. Yeah. Spider Man can anyway, lift a car. I digress. So, yeah, he gets this giant needle shoved into his chest. He breaks it free. Hurt. He escapes. And we find out he has taken the boy with him. Actually, it's a baby. It's a baby. Yes, a baby yep. boy. Baby boy. Uh, Zola thinks that the boy has died. Uh, Zola also has which uh, a, a little girl there, his daughter. The boy is supposed to be his son. She thinks that her brother has died and that Captain America has killed her little brother. Uh, and then we what? We skip a year into the then future. One year
2: later, I'm
1: like, what? So he's living in this dimension Z now for a year, and he's got long hair and he's all rugged looking. And you'll be happy that he has a beard. Yes, I'm a he has. It's a it's a it's a very sad looking beard actually at first. Um, but I don't know if that's because it's, it's not a good beard or if just because of John Romita Jr. I I don't know who to blame. Uh, for that. We, but, uh, we can go
2: into that later. if we we, talk We'll we go armor. into that in
1: a bit. Um, so he then basically, he spends his time just trying to survive and raise this kid. And he wants to try to get back to the city where this train came out at so he can go back into the tunnel and go home. But when he escaped on some kind of rocket ship or something, some kind of, some kind of craft, it. it it shot so far into the distance that he can't remember his way back. And so how far did he fly though? Like a year? He flew for a year. (laughs) I
2: mean, no, it's taking him a year to get back to where he flew in like five minutes. Okay. It was, it was super fast.
1: Maybe the laws of physics and dimension Z or Zolandia are a little off. Okay. So let let me just, let me just ask real quick, because I think you kind of felt the same way about the story as I did. Did you like it?
2: I actually really, as, as much as I'm making fun of it, I actually really enjoyed it. It's just that I have I always critically pick things apart. Like, why would he do that? Why is he doing this? Like, why is his hand already better when it broke in the beginning of the story? Um, I, I really like how Rick, Rick Remender uh, kept going back and forth between uh, Steve's childhood. And I just like the way that he wrote. I, I felt like he was just having, he wrote, a, I think he did a good job of showing, portraying what a rough time that Steve was going through, through all the crap he was dealing with and for the, like the last year. But um, I I liked it. I liked the story. I thought it was cool. Uh, By the time I got done with it, I wanted to get the next volume.
1: Well, I thought the story was fun. Um, I I shook my head a couple of times. This is one of those stories that I have to get all old fogey about because five issues, because the volume comprises five issues and Mm -hmm. what happened in those five issues Could have filled one issue of an old comic book in the '80s, right? It just seems like okay, we're we're five issues into it, and then I realize, wait a minute, he's not out of Dimension Z by this point. We haven't wrapped up this story in five issues. There's more, and I don't know how long he's in Dimension Z. I know that at one point during this volume, it shoots forward another eleven years. So when you IM me the other day with eleven years later. You lied to me. <laughs> I lied to you. I didn't want to spoil it for you.
2: Okay, so for everyone listening, I, I thought you'd read it already. So I was sh- that eleven years later, like threw me. I'm like, oh my gosh, how long is he going to be there? So I would I you eleven years later, all caps, and you're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh no, he doesn't know yet. So I was like, oh, I'm just that's the SpongeBob line because my waiting for my computer to load. Like I felt so bad. Did I fool you?
1: You did. Okay, I got good. to that point and I went. You lied to me. <laughs> okay. I didn't. But care. it was worth it. I mean. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't like you wouldn't have ruined it for me. Oh, because I, I, I was just like would have went. Oh, for me so it just, gets. I, I just. I think if I would have realized that that was from the story, I would have been like, oh, so it gets really ridiculous. Okay. Okay. I'm yeah, not I
2: as, didn't. I didn't find that part quite as ridiculous. Um, although I don't know. I mean, no. You know what? Eleven years to go from from where that. No, it's even worse. Eleven years to go from where his plane crashed to find someplace. It's a gigantic city. How would he right. not find that in the middle
0: of the
1: yeah. Well, here here's here's my thought. Um th- at that point they were living with those creatures whatever they were called, and I don't know, I may there's part of me that feels like maybe he wasn't trying as hard by that point <laughs> to find home because like he whatever. was protecting this tribe. Heroes he didn't want to get married.
2: Was the, was the man, thing.
1: Yeah, he's like <laughs> I mean, I want to go home, but psychologically, I don't want to go home because then I'm uh, gonna have to give Sharon an answer. That's exactly <laughs> why. Yep. We well because we find out that that needle that when they injected him in the chest, he now has like an Arnim Zola consciousness living in that his chest. That was a little weird. Which yeah is really weird. So he's probably like, I can't, I can't take this home to Sharon. <laughs> and it didn't kill him. Like, no.
2: The the end of the story, he he ripped the thing out of his chest. Like wouldn't. Th- Uh,
1: there there's him getting the the giant injection yeah the the problem i had with the 11 years later was that the boy only seemed to age a couple of years
2: yes he did not look 12
1: i was really confused well because a year later he looked like he was let me let me let me get to some of that here um so he's a he's of course a little baby so there he is in the shield he's rescued him and then we move on to the next issue one year later. And the kid does not look like he's two years old or even did, one and a half. I mean, how old do you think he was when he took him? He was he was a baby. I,
2: I mean, do you think he looks too old? I think he looks too old. He, in that picture. I
1: think he looks too old here. But then later, 11 years he's later, he looked
2: just about the same age.
1: Yeah, he looks like he's about six, yeah. five or six okay. here. I think here. OK, here's. Here's where I really struggle with books like this because I am a huge fan of John Romita Jr. from the '80s. Yes, you yes. know his X Men, his his uh his stuff on the X Men on 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 Spider Man in the '80s because I know he comes back to Spider Man uh, at some point in the in the 2000s. Yep. Um, his stuff on Iron Man. When John Byrne was writing his stuff on Daredevil, I seem yep. to re- remember just loving his star yep. brand. I loved, and when I see his stuff nowadays, I just always assume that well, he doesn't have the same inker maybe that he had back then. Maybe I mean, it, know, is I chalk it up Janssen, to But anchor. I
2: feel like Claus Jansen fits his style. Yes, um, I Janssen's do find a very this. Messy anchor.
1: Yeah, well, not necessarily because he's I think messy he's, intentionally,
2: like yeah, I mean, it's his think, style. He has a very rough style.
1: Klaus Jansen, I think is one of the reasons why I like if you ever if you ever if you're really paying attention to the Dark Knight Returns book mm-hmm. it's like as that book progresses as you get to about three and four um Klaus Jansen either really kind of stops inking and lets Frank Miller do his thing more than when he started inking the book because it gets a lot looser mm hmm and I feel like that's maybe kind of the same thing here. I think uh, John Romita Jr. Now, Clance, Klaus Jansen, of course, is a big name, but he's not a John Romita Jr. Because yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to offend any inkers out there, but in the comic book world, probably to the industry, he's just an inker compared to a penciler, right? right. I don't agree with that. I'm not saying that that's oh, he's just an inker. So who cares about him? A tracer, but. But there's a part of me that feels like Klaus Jansen is kind of, I'm just, I'm, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to f- fix or correct a lot of John Romita Jr. stuff because he's John Romita Jr. at this point. Right. Yeah. It's like, I'm just, I'm just going to do, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking out of my butt, but. Uh,
2: well, well, I, I read an article, an interview with, with John Romita Jr. And he said that he has two different styles. He has his deadline style. And he has his non-deadline style, and I feel like what we're looking at here might be uh, because it's his deadline style. I could be wrong. Maybe it's just it could be the inking. It could just be that's how he's drawing now. But this was not uh, well, my favorite John Romita Jr. at all. Like I love the coloring. I yeah, always so, love Dean White's coloring, but some I don't of think this the art is-, is great
1: some of this is really good this page for example I really like um I think mr Ramita jr has a slight issue when it comes to drawing kids
2: okay okay stop stop okay yes go to page 55 page 55 this is this is my main point of this entire comic and that's why I think that, that we have issues with that kid looking so different um like looking the, the same I don't think he knows how to draw children because look at these hor- look at those nightmare yeah. faces right they look, they like, look like adults. Yes, they look like ma- like little marionettes.
1: Yeah. They're just exactly. creepy. I felt the same way when I got to this part. I was like... Look at that little girl
2: pointing, that third yeah. panel. Yeah, and her face looks yeah. like an adult. His face, it, he doesn't know how to draw children. They look like um, yeah. Team America.
1: See, but I seem to remember issues of his from the 80s in which he drew children that I didn't have any issues with. So maybe, again, this is his deadline know. art. Maybe.
2: It's just bad. I don't know. It's I got to that page. I'm just like, oh, what? What? What is this? Like the proportions are so bad.
1: Every anyway. once in a while, you'll see one of these children, and they'll look fine. But then every once in a while, you'll get something like, uh, let's see. Well, like go back a page. Like course. that. This does not. These look like child, the This uh, one, two, three, four, fifth panel just looks like two adults. There, you'd have yes. If if you just looked at this panel out of context, you'd think that they were just two adults. Yes.
2: Yeah. And I don't think he's necessarily like that much older than the kid than than Steve Rogers. No yeah they he doesn't do the proportions of he's it's just yeah he's not drawing them right although if you get to the page where like him and his buddy are walking home that one doesn't look as bad so yeah. i don't know oh and go can you go back to the first that, that last page I, I told you about 55 uh keep going one more yeah what's up with the shop sign excellent i who i just feel like that's a large i don't know is that is that all they sell Options, X-lax. Said, <laughs> have you ever wanted, X-Lax.
1: Have you ever wanted multiple options with your X-Lax? They know. come in Sorry. chocolate. They come in strawberry. They come in vanilla. <laughs> I don't know. It, anyway. makes your, it makes your poop smell like pineapples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: this is the worst part of the book was just how he draws children.
1: I mean, me. again, this one right here taken out of context you have no idea you, you would think if you just saw these two panels together that a child is talking to a grown-up
2: yeah and then you feel creepy because then you're like oh she's pretty hot you're like oh wait she's five okay you're ten they then, you do feel, these... then you feel bad about yourself
1: and he it's like he tries to it's these giant heads on these little bodies that yeah. just it's yeah it's a little creepy yeah, it's, they're Funko Pops I was, but then I was certain this this I think is a great panel but he he's got like some kit? really good stuff but then he's got some stuff that just I don't know I just don't understand. I think that's what bothers
2: me because I feel like there's there's some great artwork in this in this book I feel like but it just it keeps going back and forth like wildly back and forth with the quality of the art I, th- I think
1: well and, and and hearing you mention him saying he's got his deadline style. That makes complete sense to me because that is the one thing you can say about John Armita Jr is that he hits his deadlines and he does. He's willing to I guess sacrifice some of the quality to hit those deadlines whereas other artists just they're just not. They're like, "Hey, this book is going to be 3 months late and that's just how it's going to be cuz you're going to get my style." Yeah. And I get that. And, it, you know, it's it's like if it, it, it's just then then you start the whole argument of should these books be monthly? If if the if they can't keep up with the monthly schedule, should they even be monthly? No, you know, If you're going to put an they artist shouldn't. on a book that can't keep up with the monthly schedule, then they should just be doing a graphic novel.
2: Yeah. That's make it a special or or, or don't yeah. release it until it's all done. Yeah. Yep. Like John a Jr. And-
1: John Romita Jr. also has this very, and I, I sort of dig it. This very square style, a lot of his, and he, he really like plays it out with these, this, this weird race of creatures here, but very square stuff. They're just squares all over this dude, squares and rectangles, just a lot of right angles.
2: Yeah. It reminds me how he drew, um, uh, master mold in X-Men. He kind of had that, a similar look to him.
1: Yeah. But at one point, so at one point, uh, Cap and his son, Ian, they go to live with these, these creatures, the frocks who cool. are led by this guy here, this emperor type dude who it's really kind of funny. They get to this point where Cap is sitting there at this underground river with, uh, the dude, the, the frocks dude that saved his life. And he just suddenly just starts telling him just, it's just like out of the blue. So I think you should overthrow your leader. (laughs) They're just, they're just fishing. And he's like, uh, your leader's a tyrant. And I think you should overthrow him. I think you can do it. And the guy's like, like, I don't know. I don't know if I should do that. And then the freaking leader just shows up and kills the guy, just kills him.
2: Well, and, the guy and course, did try to, the guy did try to stand up to him before he killed him.
1: Well, yes, but still, it's I almost feel like if if Cap and Cap even says it at one point he's like uh, this is my fault. See it's right there. Yeah. My fault, you know. <laughs> he's, yep. he's uh and I don't know. I just that whole that whole part cracked me up. It's like, "Hey, uh I think you should uh I think you should rebel and overthrow your leader." He's like, mm-hmm. "Okay. <laughs> I don't I don't By know why you should." Here he is. And then the guy just shows up, and bam, that's what yeah. you get for talking about this, yeah, it just cracks me up, and then eventually um Zola and his daughter jet find out where cap and you know find this this group of the frocks or whatever they're called, and they excuse me cap is about they they find i get i guess they're they find the place where they need to go to get out and but they turn back to help the frocks and it kind of, I don't remember exactly how it ends, but I don't know. I just, I got to the end of the fifth issue and I said, wait a minute, it's not over. There's more to go. How much How much more could they tell? How much more story could they tell in this world? And that's when I kind of realized they really, I mean, honestly, in my opinion, they haven't really told much of a story so far in five issues. I mean, a lot happens, but not much happens. I don't know how else to explain it. See, I didn't
2: i didn't mind it that much it actually went by pretty quick for me i i feel like he took his time and had like some quieter moments and he also took some time to go back to like steve's childhood so personally i i didn't feel like like a lot of people say that that when bendis started writing that he started to make comic stories take much longer than they should i forgot what the term is for it um yeah but I definitely see cases where that happens. There's times where like I'm like this could have been done in two issues. this is not necessary. It's like they they're they're writing for the graphic novel right i didn't I didn't quite I can see why you feel that way. I didn't feel that way with this story, but I can yeah i can I can respect why you do um, well, I th-
1: but I think one of the reasons I do is really for the last year, while i have I do read the occasional new book, I spend a lot of my time reading these old books. Yeah, yeah. And and there's just a huge difference between one issue written in the 80s and one issue written during this time period. And not that there's anything wrong with the way this book was written and laid out and and put together, but it's it's like if you're used to watching TV shows that tell uh, one big epic story that spans over 10 issues and then you go watch a movie, yeah. You're, I don't know. It's it's yeah. no, I nothing it. wrong I it. with the movie. And and frankly, the whole Bendis thing. I'm not a huge Bendis fan. I'm not a big apologist for Bendis. But I started rereading his Daredevil run, and I was thinking about that whole thing where people say, you know, not a lot happens in his issues. Um, this could this story could have been told in two issues instead of six. Yeah. But when I was reading a lot of those issues, the one thing I noticed is it's not that uh, it's not that not a lot happens. It's just that they're not very action packed. It's yeah. like he'll have a quick fight scene at the beginning that might take a page and then he'll spend 98 percent of the book with the characters talking. But and I like the way the he story.
2: makes characters talk back then. Like, it, I think he does. He did a good job with dialogue. Yeah. Like, I think he made it interesting.
1: Yeah. And personally. so it, it it moves the story forward you get a lot of uh, uh stuff out of this story but you finish it and you're like I, uh, they just talked the whole time nobody nobody beat anybody up <laughs> even when the even when he does fight scenes in some of those books it's mostly like the fight is the background while yep. somebody is narrating something over the yep. fight you know but I guess that's better than back in the eighties when guys would would spend nineteen panels fighting and having a really in-depth conversation at the yeah, exact like the, same
2: time. The famous cap flipping over and there's a word balloon taking up half the panel. <laughs> like he did not say a paragraph worth of yeah. words in a backflip.
1: But I think oh, in it's... the end, my thought with this book is I think the biggest thing when I whenever I read something like this. And I think about it as a volume one to, which is what this is to the to the full story. My uh, my thought at the end of it is: Do I want to continue? When I finish this fifth issue, did it make me want to read issue six? And I guess I'm not I'm not going to go out of my way to read issue six, which is pretty sad because I don't have to go out of my way to read <laughs> no. issue six because no. it's on marvel unlimited but i just i don't know i don't i don't think i'm going to continue on with this story
2: i'm actually the opposite i think this is the next thing i'm going to get off of hoopla is the next
1: volume see and it it makes me sad because this should be the kind of movie or movie this should be the kind of book that i would really be into these kind of dystopian otherworldly you know captain america obviously isn't he's out of his element but the only thing that has me curious honestly is What's gonna happen when he comes back to our world? Are yeah. we gonna find out that even though he spent at this point now twelve years in Dimension Z, is he gonna come back to our world and he's only been gone for five minutes or something? Probably you know. So And does Cap not age? Um I don't know. I, well, I think the- he does.
2: There's a whole storyline where he eventually this not this one but like way down the line when someone else starts writing him he cap ages and becomes an old man so it doesn't matter anyway because then he gets fixed yeah. so nothing lasts in comics
1: I think he ages like a normal person but because he is the peak physical specimen he could probably live to be 120 probably but yeah well, I mean was, the only reason the only reason he was still around after World War II is because he was frozen that whole time so
2: yeah. It's, oh it's funny it's funny you say that I, um, you know how much I buy the, the epic collections and stuff and that huge uh, Marvel masterpiece sale they had where it was like two dollars a volume um, and the, the volume ones were, were like 99 cents. so I bought a whole bunch of old comics and like what you're saying about going from like the 80s to current books it's, it's kind of jarring with with how long a story takes. Like those Avengers stories like they could they could tell them probably what a whole issue would be in the 80s in like one page. Like, they really moved their stories back then. Yeah. Like, I'll be reading the end. Like, I was reading something with uh, the Masters of Evil, and I'm like, they're going to need at least five more pages to finish this up. And I realize I'm on the last page, and they they somehow moved it along, like, the next three panels. I'm like, wow, how'd they do that?
1: Yeah, but, yeah. Um, it's like, you're. It's, it's, it's obvious that how they did stuff back then and how they did stuff back and how they do stuff now, there's pros and cons either way. There's stuff about... The old stories that that you like that they're not doing in the new stories, but there's also stuff in the new stories that they're doing that you like that they're not doing in the old stuff. So
2: yeah, eleven years later. Eleven years later. That's probably how people felt when they watched Endgame.
1: His hair is shorter. Eleven years later, and his beard is a little bit fuller.
2: Yeah, and this. Yeah, you're right. Ian looks barely older than. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm just I'm just going through a couple more pages to see if there's anything else I missed, but I think we covered pretty much everything at least how i felt about it
1: there was some nice stuff with the flashbacks that kind of uh you know because his mom gets sick and she he needs to be able to pay the rent because his dad um his dad did his dad die he was a drunk and he was not a not a nice guy and he he was a nice
2: guy he just he just kind of let everything get to him like i remember his mom specifically saying your your father was a good man he just things got to him
1: yeah and that's that's when she because that kind of comes into play here she gets sick he needs to get her medicine he needs to pay the rent and he ends up uh robbing a store um to get her medicine and steals money and then when he tells his mom don't worry i paid the rent uh whatever it takes i'll make sure that i keep doing that and she's like no 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 not whatever it takes and that's when she kind of says to him to the effect of you know your father um used alcohol and that turned him from a good man to a weak man and you can't do. You can't be like that. You have. You have to be better than that. And yeah, that was one of my
2: favorite moments in the book. I think it was that yeah. when she told them to always stand, like, never, to always stand up. Yeah, that like when the that, father was beating her.
1: Right. Yeah. So those I like moments like that where they they yeah. show you moments from a character's past that shows you that this is why they are the way they are now. You know, these little life lessons that they learned growing up. Yep. That turns them into you know, who they are now. Yeah, growing up looking like a
2: marionette can
1: change a man. <laughs> this is this is gross. I'm assuming that those are sweat stains, but gross. And then the old man at the store gives him a break. I like that. Was that was nice. I like that. Was that was very It's a Wonderful Life. It was. I tell you, one of the things I... I uh, I don't remember Arnhem Zola being like this, but let me see if I can find a... I don't remember his face stretching out. Yeah. The... That's what I was going to say. This right here in that new. second panel, I think that's new too. I don't know if I like it. I don't think I do like it. That I'm going to make me a decision. Of
2: a from the abyss.
1: I'm going to make a decision right now. I don't like it. Okay, I didn't mind it. There's there's one point where they show it where uh, I don't know. It just it looked really weird when when you combine it with uh, John Junior. John Romita Junior.'s very blocky drawing style. Yeah, and. Uh, see if i can find it real quick
2: i like that they have the letters page in in this because usually yeah. i feel like they don't cl- they don't keep those um is it guess, page 109 or or is it that one i think it's yeah I those two pages w- he's doing it
1: one of these yeah it just seemed weird yeah
2: oh it know. creeped me out when they showed him back when he was like a human being and what he did to that like housemaid. the experimentation oh, yeah. he was doing yeah that was he's, he's that not that was a nice creepy man. yeah yeah
1: and I was as I was reading this over the last couple of days, I've been watching I've been doing a rewatch of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So as I'm reading this, I start kind of imagining what this would be like with um, Chris Evans playing Captain America. Yeah. And that I I found that really interesting. The the idea of seeing this on the screen um, did actually make me enjoy it more. I don't Mm. know why. I kind of want to do that. Watch the movies again. That's like one of the main reasons to have Disney Plus. Yeah. Of course you can't watch the Spider Man movies on Disney Plus, which sucks. You cannot. You cannot. That's all right. We'll survive. Much so, you watch them on now? Y- You're gonna continue with the story. I may or yeah. may not. Well,
2: if you don't, I will I will let you know what happens.
1: This the, the ending of this, I don't know, he somehow manages to rip the 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 Zola conscious out of his chest. Without dying. Without dying, so... That was my head shake moment. It kind of... It does kind of interest me. I guess I kind of... I don't know. I may read it. I may not. I have other stuff that I want to... I've been trying to read all the Marvel stuff, you know, or, or most of the Marvel stuff starting at 1983, and I'm getting kind of sick of that <laughs> because there's so much stuff that I want to get to, like um, Todd McFarlane's Spider-Man run, yeah, Dale Keown on the Hulk, John Burns run on... uh west coast avengers and i i'm starting to think that maybe i'll just i don't know there's part of me that's like just skip everything and just move on to that stuff yeah but then there's yeah. that completist in me that's like yeah but you'll enjoy it so much more if you read everything that leads up to it
2: see i had the same thing happen when i had marvel unlimited i went to um i went to the point uh, I, I went to the point where i remember i had stopped reading comics at the time so and i and i was going to read every issue i was interested in every month and it was kind of cool at first it was around when uh secret invasion happened but after a while i was like oh i gotta read all these like i didn't read everything but um pretty much everything that came out month month by month and it started yeah it started getting a little old but i was like you i'm like i gotta start, i'm sticking to it um it'll be worth it in the end but like i finally started skipping some stuff saying hey i would not have bought this if i know it's all i know it's all quote unquote free or at least it feels like you're at a buffet so you want to get your money's worth but yeah there's a point i was like i wouldn't buy this if i was at the comic shop
1: so yeah yeah i keep i keep reading issues that i'm not quite certain why i'm reading them it's like yeah i'm only reading them because it's the next one in line and i i have started my i did my i'm doing my seven day trial on the on the new dc universe infinite since they changed it up and it's you know, they they kept talking about how they were going to add twenty five hundred new comic books or twenty five thousand new comic books or something, and the the app was going to be different. And there were a lot of big changes coming. And I mean, really, the look of the app is different, but it's it's it? all pretty much the same. Okay, there's still the, the one thing that I wanted out of the app was the one thing that Marvel Unlimited does, and that's allows you to pull up all the books by year and have them sorted by still? publication date. They don't they don't do that in DC really no that kind of stinks yeah but at the same time it's like the one thing that they do do over on dc (laughs) that (laughs) they don't do i said do do that they don't do on marvel they they kind of have it on marvel they have a section in marvel where you can sort by or look it up um the events basically Mm uh whereas dc does storylines so they're not necessarily events, but they're storylines. And I like that. I wish because for example, I was I was thinking about how I wanted to read the assassination plot, uh, the six issues from Amazing Spider-Man that Todd McFarlane drew. Mm-hmm. And so I went to the to the area where it, it lists all the events, and of course it's not there because it's not considered an event. But okay. it would have been listed as a storyline if it was a DC thing. So Okay. It's they both have their advantages and they both have their disadvantages and it's obvious that they're not both going to be exactly the same. But well, the one know. thing
2: that I know that DC finally added was uh, for, I don't know what I mean. I know what the reason was. Like they didn't have Tom King's Mister Miracle and they didn't have it even when it had been over a year because that was their at the time it was anything that was over a year uh, they'd add to the service. Um, and it had been way over a year, but there were certain books that I guess their salespeople said, we don't want you to put this on the service because it's just doing too well with the trades, like selling. Yeah. Um. So they finally added, they finally added all that stuff. They finally added like yep. the Vertigo stuff because they didn't yep. have that on there. Before. They didn't add
1: all the Vertigo stuff, though. People are oh, complaining about that. Yeah.
2: Okay.
1: I guess Sandman um, isn't on there. Preacher is yeah. on there, but.
2: Well, hopefully they'll get it together. But oh, and I did notice it's actually, is it only like, I think it's only $7 a month. I know it's cheaper than Marvel
1: it's 799 a month it's um so it's cheaper than marvel but marvel is putting their books up after 3 months now where dc's doing it after 6 months yeah
2: yeah marvel actually changed that yep
1: yeah so but the one thing i really wanted to do with this dc app is um when i was Doing the podcast back in two thousand six, two thousand seven. That was around the time that Infinite Crisis came out, and I that I was really into DC at that point, point. Mm-hmm. and I was buying all that stuff the the Countdown to Infinite Crisis, OMAC, yep. the the Ran Thanagar War. You know those they had those four miniseries that then led yep. into, and I wanted to you know I, I would love to be able to just get on that DC app go to the year that all that started and just start reading those books in order. Yeah,
2: exactly. But
1: it's you can't even I I've gone on to websites to try to find the reading order and they don't even put them in in the exact reading order on websites. So I'm just yeah. I'm just I've just given up. I'm I'm going to read them but I'm going to read each mini series by itself and then I'm going to read um Infinite Crisis, but I, I just, I don't know, I seem to remember there were certain books like Superman and Wonder Woman books, even Green Lan- Green Arrow books that tied in before it started, but yeah. it's just, I've given up trying to, I just wish they would make it easier, but yeah. they don't. They do, now I can go in there and I can choose Infinite Crisis and it will give me the entire event with all the tie-in issues and I can read them in order, but I can't, the stuff leading up to it I can't, I can't find easily. That's yeah. So then you got to do the legwork and find it all. And yeah. So what about, what about you? What are you reading? What are you into? Uh, currently
2: I actually need to make sure I get on hoopla and borrow the rest of my titles for the month. Cause sometimes I, I will forget and I'll realize I just missed five things I could have read. Um, but anyway, that's beside the point. Um, let me see. Well, I want to get the next, the next volume of that cap series. Uh, but I have I've always been a big fan of the epic collections that they sell on that Marvel sells. It's just like a nice big chunk of a lot of books. for, yeah. And they usually have decent like decent sales, like eight or ten dollars uh, for like over 12 issues. Um, but I've been reading a lot of those. And usually they do a good job of curating those so that you're getting like the the whole story arc in that. Like yep. they'll find like extra side issues that um uh they'll find like all the extra likes, like if, if it's to be continued in another comic, they'll put that issue in there too. They do a really good job with that. So I have yeah. a lot of those.
1: A good example of that is the X factor uh mm-hmm. epic collection. That is the first, however many issues of X factor. They include in that at the beginning, there is a, because of course, the whole X factor is all about Jean gray coming back. Yep. So they include in that the first, two issues maybe in that collection or a fantastic four issue and an Avengers issue, which both tie into how she came back. So yeah, that, yeah, that, that kind of them. stuff's nice. I like that they do yeah. that.
2: Yeah. So I'm reading uh, Avengers right now. Uh, the first, the very first issues I'm getting this, like I used to have, um, they used to do essential collections which were black and white and about the same size. And those are pretty cheap. And I had those like the hard copies, but um I never have gotten this far, this far before with the original uh, Avenger stuff. I was always a DC guy and I read a lot of the early issues of that, but so like, I'm actually really enjoying reading like the first stories with like the masters of evil. This one's the most exciting one for me. Cause I love, oops, I love wonder man. So this is the first wonder man issue. And this is my yeah, next nice. one I'm reading. Um, so I'm kind of going back and reading a lot. Like as I'm reading this, I'm thinking, Oh, this is around when Thor first started too. So I have, I have the, uh, Epic collection for Thor. I have um, the Iron Man and the Hulk. So I'm kind of going back and reading all the first issues of those guys. And it's just, I, I haven't read anything recent in a while. So it's just been old stuff. I've been reading some Moon Knight. Uh, and that's like the old Doug Moench. Oh, you can't see that because it's small. But I've been reading some like the Doug Moench Moon mm-hmm. Knight. Uh, Bill Sinkevich. if that's is that how you say it. Yeah, Sinkevich. Yeah, it's funny reading, looking at his old artwork. It's, it's very, it looks like just it could be anybody drawing it compared to like his amazing style now but
1: do you anyway. remember do you remember the wonder man series from
2: the 90s there was a mini series called uh, my fair super there's a mini series by peter david i don't think that's what you're talking about though
1: no does this uh, does this look oh i did not read that but i always wanted to i really enjoyed this series from the 90s and you'll notice here on comicsology They've only got three issues, seven, what? eight, and nine, and it's because it's part of Operation Galactic Storm. So that's all that Marvel has digitized so far, because I believe they put it in the the uh, Epic Collection, probably of that. Well, I have that, um, but but it drives yeah, me crazy if I do it.
2: Yeah, yeah. So why wouldn't they? I don't know. They, they that's all they have. Is it on Unlimited? No. Oh my gosh! My Fair Superhero is the name of the other miniseries. Uh, I really wanted to read that series, the um the the regular series, and I'm very sad it's not on there. It's only three issues.
1: Yeah, but I really enjoyed the art, Jeff Johnson. Oh, he's good. Yeah. Who wrote this? Um, Gerard Jones. Oh. Yeah. See, it's part of this Epic Collection. Not my favorite writer, but that's okay. So, do you have the? You have this Epic Collection? I do. So um, it's it's those three issues are in that Epic Collection.
2: Yeah. So I have those. It's funny if I do a search for Epic Collection, it's scary how
1: many of them i own
2: now <laughs> like I, there's more that like have a little green download button than buy oh, yeah i have a lot of epic collections but i think they're worth it they're they're fun
1: yeah they're good it's good stuff i think that was a really smart thing that marvel did yeah i just wish they're they're you know the, again the completest in me wishes they would do them all in order yep you know they kind of skip around with some of the titles, but that's you know what, whatever, whatever. I have been I used my Hoopla this month in January um, for some reason. So when I first signed up for Hoopla, when I back when I first got my phone, my library was allowing me to check out four titles a month. Right. And then when the pandemic hit, they upped it to eight titles a month. Ooh. But as soon as 2021 started, they lowered it to five titles a month. I'm not sure why, but in December, I had started to read. Uh, the, do you remember the the uh, criminal books, Ed Brubaker and Sean yes. Phillips? you I've yes. got all those on Hoopla, and I so I started reading them in December, and then I used uh, my five borrows in in January. Within like the first week of January to to read through the rest of those, and those those were pretty fun. Uh, well, they good dark and disturbing and fun. They get really kind of, kind of weird there near the end, but you said Sean,
2: who's the, who's the writer
1: Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips.
2: I feel like I like Ed Brubaker's independent stuff better than his mainstream stuff.
1: Well, he, he, he and Sean Phillips have been doing stuff together for over a decade now. And they started with criminal and now they just do like one of their latest ones. They put out was a graphic novel called pulp and, uh, which was which was really good um let's see if I can pull that up here I can't even
2: find Wonder Woman on Amazon except for like yeah. comics and graphic novels
1: Yeah cuz they they haven't they never digitized Marvel hasn't digitized all of them yet Like I'm just trying
2: to find I'm just trying to find like the actual comic comics but I don't see that on here either cuz I'm not just looking in the Kindle area paperback maybe nope there is no Wonder Woman I was hoping that I could well I don't want it that bad that would buy the
1: I'm sure I've got them up in the attic because I'd collected them. But it just, you know, it's just one of those things that I wish that it was available. That's really depressing. But this is Pulp. It's really good. Um, It's about a guy who writes these uh, pulp westerns Mm -hmm. based on, because it's set in 1939 and he's somewhat of an old man now and he writes these pulp westerns based on his actual life in the west it's it's really good is it <clears throat> really good stuff but they they do a lot of stuff together now they've they got a book out called fatal um see their criminal books fatal just all kinds of stuff
2: yeah he writes a lot a lot of uh it's it's usually crime stuff right
1: yep yeah like a very noir crime type stuff yep yeah
2: so i'm finding some complete sets but they're usually around sixty dollars or seventy. I'm not going to spend that to read Wonder Man. But that yeah. that's an option is eBay, I guess. You and I really want to I mean, read that. You can't find anywhere is um, Avengers versus uh, Avengers JLA, which I I can understand right. for like rights and stuff. Yep. but I cannot find that anywhere.
1: Yeah, I uh, I had found that trade. I think they had it at the at my library. I don't think they do anymore. But I, I read it once. And that's that's the only time I've ever read it, and I remember really enjoying it. And it the story good. behind that happening, because it was originally going to happen back in the '80s, and uh, sounds like Jim Shooter is the reason why it never ended up happening. Oh, he just didn't like the way it was it was being put together. I guess. Yeah, but, yeah.
2: The 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 collector edition on eBay is going for five hundred dollars for the slipcase. Very nice. It's a lot. Yeah. There's a buy it now one through four for fifty dollars. I mean, you can get it if you need to get it. So it's it's just expensive.
1: If you're anyway, made of now money, I got me looking
2: on the internet, so that's bad. Get- if
1: if you're made of money, it's available out there.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yep.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. Like I said, I read it once. It's one of those things that it would be nice if if they would they would get together and digitize that thing, and you know, because they they could if they just get together and make a deal, they could put it on each one of their own. Freaking platforms, you know, because there's going to be people that will join Marvel Unlimited who are more Marvel fans that will join Marvel Unlimited just to read it as 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 well as people who will join the DC Universe Infinite just to read it. People who are more yep. DC fans. Maybe they get some new fans. Yeah.
2: So how long is the, the, the free trial for DC Universe?
1: It's only seven days. Ah. Yeah. Uh nah. Eh, you know, I don't DC, think I'll
2: get it anyway because I don't think I think because I've had it before they won't count. Yeah, they already consider me as being a member before, yeah. so I don't think I would get the free one. DC
1: uh, and, and Dark Horse teamed up a while back and did those they've done like Superman versus Aliens and Batman yep. versus Predator, you remember those books? Well you oh, can, yeah. You can get all those digitally. It's it's they whatever you can yeah whatever deal they made allows because they're under the under Dark Horse. If you look it up on Comixology, it it says DC and Dark Horse presents on the cover, but it's published under Dark Horse. So obviously these deals can be struck. But
2: oh, I can get the free trial. I think uh available new subscribe. Never mind, I can't. Never mind. Not that I need it. it. I have so many books to read right now. I that we've talked about this. Like I'm like oh I should. I shouldn't types. buy any more epic collections. I can just get Marvel Unlimited, and but it's only eight dollars. Well, you yeah. made the good point that like someday I might not be able to have the subscription, and I'll still have some comics to read.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, what else did I want to talk about? Because you're like we've already mentioned. You're you don't have Disney Plus, so you're not watching WandaVision. Um I'm tempted to, but will you get it when Falcon and Winter Soldier? Oh yes, I think so. so See, there you go. Then you'll just be but, able to watch WandaVision at that point. It'll I actually, done. Was,
2: I was not impressed by the last trailer. I don't know. Like, there's lots of action and stuff, but I felt like usually in trailers, like, there's some really funny lines or something, like, witty or just something. But I just felt like everything kind of fell flat for me. Like, it just seemed like, I don't know. Just, it just, everything kind of, like, nothing, none, none of the lines seemed funny. They just seemed kind of like generic um, one-liners you know, from I've, an action movie.
1: I'll admit I kind of feel the same way. There's there's a part of me that... Because I, when I watched the trailer for WandaVision, and then I watched the trailer for Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then the, the trailer for Loki, the one that didn't hit me as hard as the other two was Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. But there's a part of me that feels like I think they sometimes do a really good job of not obviously putting everything in the trailer. So... Maybe they just did a really bad job of 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 putting the trailer together because they didn't want to put too much into it.
2: Yeah, because they do sometimes put all the best stuff in there, and then like once you see it, you're like, oh, I've seen all the best parts.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so maybe maybe the fact that the trailer isn't great is because they're leaving all the best stuff for the show.
2: Yeah, maybe, but
1: we'll see. Oh, I mean, did, did, I'm excited. You... I'm excited for the fact that U.S. agent's going to be in it.
2: Yes, yeah, so I'm very. Uh, that's the main reason I want to see it.
1: Baron Zemo is coming back. He's gonna be yeah. in it. Um I don't remember who else, but yeah. Did you see but Fat Man? I no. No. <laughs> I didn't either. No, that'll be something if it comes on one of the streaming services, I'll watch it, but I don't I'm not gonna spend any money on it.
2: Yeah. Did you ever have you ever seen something that you think looks just hilarious or great and you have your wife watch the trailer and it's the exact opposite reaction and just silence the whole time? Oh yeah. And then she kinda yeah, my wife watched the Fat Man one. I'm waiting for her to go. Oh, the whole time she's like, so. And I think she felt bad at the end. She tried to say something like, "Oh, that looks funny." Well, like, no, you, you know, don't. <laughs> it's okay.
1: There's, it's, it's it does seem like more of a of a you know there's more of a guy movie. There's there's I, I I don't know.
2: Yeah, no, it absolutely is. And also, you made a good point. It looks like all the best scenes were in that trailer. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems more like, that. like, we both checked to see if it was real or if it was just one of those, like, fake trailers people <laughs> do for fun.
1: That's like that, uh, the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. Have you ever heard of this movie? But that was real, too, right? Right. I watched it. I watched the movie. It was all right. You know, right. Sam Elliott starring in a movie where he at one point killed Hitler and now he's hunting down Bigfoot. Why would I not watch that movie?
2: I'm surprised I haven't seen it yet, actually. Now I got to look it up. Man Who it's, Killed
1: Now it was Hitler streaming. I think it I think it was on like It's on Hulu, Hulu and Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. Actually That's can why get I watched the
2: Hulu for free.
1: Here you go. Get there your I Hulu go. for free and watch The Man Who Killed Hitler and Then The Bigfoot.
2: Best thing I've seen all year. I will
1: I'm sure. It's um, it's but, okay. It's it's all right. It's I think if I had spent money on it I'd probably be like eh. Yeah. But it's it's, it's it was kind of fun. Okay. It's I mean it's an interesting idea. Bigfoot is apparently carrying some disease and he's coming out of the North and, and as he's coming South, he's just all these animals are dying. And the government is, you know, knows that it's, it's going to be hitting a populated area soon and they need to send somebody in to kill it. And so they find the guy that, that, that killed Hitler. <laughs> they sent him in. First one you think of. It's like, Hmm, who should we send in? The guy who killed Hitler cuz Hitler and Bigfoot are pretty much the same person.
2: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they get mistaken for each other all the time. Yep.
1: Yeah. How many times how many times have you heard that story, you know? Well, I was driving, uh, you know, I'm in Washington state, I'm on this old logging road and a figure jumped out in front of my car. At first I thought it was Hitler, but then I realized <laughs> Hitler's dead, so it has to be a Bigfoot.
2: Exactly. Ha- yeah. I mean you you've had a Hitler sighting before in your life, right? Or at least you know someone that thinks they've seen Hitler.
1: Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Uh what else? What else I've been doing? I don't I can't think of anything else I've been doing. Like I said I've been uh rewatching all the Marvel movies. I just I am in the middle of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy at this point. D- Disney Plus changed up their Marvel page. That used to be that you'd go into their Marvel page and it would it gave you like all the movies. Mm-hmm. Um in order of when they were released. And now they have it switched up. They've got uh, Marvel Phase 1, Marvel Phase 2, and then Marvel Phase 3 and 4. And then they've got it sorted to where it's just all the Marvel movies, but sorted by the Marvel timeline. So, like, oh. the first movie is Captain America the first Captain America movie, and then the second movie is Captain Marvel. Huh. So if you wanted to watch it in... Marvel Cinematic Universe chronological order. You could do that.
2: That's interesting, and that's what we wish that the comics that Marvel Unlimited and DC would do.
1: Marvel has them by publishing date, which is really all I want. That's all I want from DC. That's it. They can. They can. They can keep everything else, but it's like let's see if I can pull up my app because even though they changed it, it's almost a lot of the same. So when I open it up. This is the first thing we see, mm-hmm. and it actually has at the bottom home. Well, you probably can't see it because the shine, but the options at the bottom are home, comics, search, my DC, and more. Why is there an option for comics? It's a that's comics the whole app. purpose. Yeah, that's the whole purpose of the new app. They took away all yeah, the that's shows, weird. so it's almost like they're repurposing the old app, and they just yeah. haven't made all the big changes. And then that makes sense. I also don't like they do have right away they have an area for latest releases. Mhm. And uh, I don't know. We'll see we'll see next week what it shows, but Marvel's I think is really good about showing you the newest releases, but uh, we'll see. I
2: haven't seen the Marvel app in a very long time.
1: I just I think I, I think I just have gotten so used to the Marvel app which yeah. is it's still quite different from the Comixology app. But then DC being even so different at the same time, I, I don't know. I just just wish they'd all get together and just do the same thing.
2: Yeah. I, th- I, yeah. Yep. I, I still, I'm trying to remember what the comiXology's unlimited app is. I mean, it's, it's basically the comiXology app. There's still some things I yeah. wish that they would do a little bit better too. But I, I mean, they yeah, I wish they would take all the, the um, strengths that the other, like, do they look at their competitors? and see what they're doing because you'd think that they would try to keep trying to outdo each other but i don't know maybe it doesn't do enough business for them that they put a lot into it
1: yeah i don't know i i had gone on to twitter because the official dc twitter account when they officially switched over to from dc universe to dc universe infinite you know they were like hey dc infinite dc universe infinite starts now and here's all these comics that we added and so i replied and said that i like the app but i really wish that they would you know do the thing where i can look at it by year and publishing yeah. date and nobody has nobody has a, has said anything about it so this i feel enough, like i'm is, the only one that wants it that way
2: that's marvel unlimited you contacted no dc dc right yeah 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 coxology is actually really good about getting back about stuff i found yeah, um, I had a couple of things with them that I asked them if they could change or not. But um,
1: well, you know what's crazy? So a couple of weeks ago, um, so when I ordered this microphone, I ordered it on Amazon, right? Amazon, and, uh, you say
2: what? Amazon, you say I do. Okay, I do. Is that a place you buy things from?
1: <laughs> I go to the Amazon. I okay. I fly oh. to the Amazon. Okay,
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought you meant a website. I was mistaken. Pull them I off asked. of
1: trees. No, yeah, okay. I, I ordered I ordered this from from Amazon. And, uh, I, I wanted, there was something about the tracking. I can't remember what it was. Um, that was driving me crazy because it wasn't showing me an update. I can't remember what it was. And I went to Twitter and I just said, ordered my mic on Amazon three days ago. And it had, Oh, that's what it was. It hadn't shipped. I ordered it on a Sunday and like by Wednesday it hadn't shipped yet. And so I just put on Twitter, Ordered my microphone on Sunday from Amazon, and it's still showing that it, it, it that it's shipping, but hasn't shipped. I want my mic already. Now, I did use the word Amazon. I didn't put at Amazon. I didn't put hashtag Amazon. But within five minutes, <laughs> the Amazon customer service had responded and asked me, certain, you know, how long ago did you order this? And blah, blah, blah. And it's like, chill out, man. I know it's going to come to me. I wasn't complaining. I wasn't trying but i just found that amazing that's, that that yeah i can email certain places directly and not get a not get a response for 48 to 72 hours but yeah. i just mention amazon's yep. name on yeah. a tweet and within yeah. 5 minutes they're all over it yeah that's crazy i mean that's why i'm <laughs> You know, say what you will about Jeff Bezos and being this freaking billionaire that's making all this money during the pandemic. There's a reason why they're making this yeah. money. They're, you know, their customer service yeah. is is second to none.
2: Their customer service is good. Like, yeah, even in cases where you probably shouldn't get a discount or shouldn't be able to return something, like, eh, we'll make it work.
1: Yeah, because they're but. still making billions of dollars a week. Yeah, so they it's, can afford it.
2: You know what was scary is my my brother and sister in law. No, brother in law and sister were telling me um, they were, I don't know what they were talking about, but they they didn't they didn't do a search on their computers. They didn't do anything. They just had their phones on. They didn't, like, the phones were off, but you know what I mean? Like, they had their phones with them, and they mentioned something. And then they went on Facebook, and there was an ad for the thing they were talking about. Yeah, so some you can, creepy stuff. Do not tell me those mics aren't on.
1: Oh, no. You I can, mean, we know for a fact that a couple of years ago, everybody was talking about those Samsung TVs that had the camera built in. That was legitimately watching people. Yeah. And it would see if you were sitting on your couch drinking a Diet Coke, it (laughs) would file that stuff away and you would get ads and stuff on websites for Diet Coke. You had to legitimately cover up your freaking camera on your TV so it wouldn't watch. I mean, that's some creepy stuff.
2: Hold on, let me get my tinfoil hat.
1: Right. No. I mean, I'm creeped out enough when I go to a website that has ads on it and I'm seeing nothing but comiXology ads. Yeah. That creeps me out enough as it is. But I do spend a lot of time on comiXology. To be fair. Yeah. But what's funny about comiXology
2: is what what drives me crazy about comiXology is that you you just click on one title one time out of pure curiosity. Like I'll click on like some weird anime thing. Not that weird, but, you know. I'll just click on something I normally wouldn't be interested in. And now recommended for you. Every time I go on the homepage, it's, it's there for like three months. It takes, it's like, I I will intentionally go and look at like other stuff I normally would read and just keep clicking on it just to change that stupid record. Like let us, let us like put something on those, on that page where you can like edit it and say, I'm not interested. So you can take right. it off of there.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's all my crazy. friends are going to
2: think I'm reading like <laughs> romance anime. Oh, you things. like these, uh,
1: you like these teenage romance anime books, huh? That's They're all that's recommending all it for page. you. Yep. Yeah. That's crazy. That's some crazy stuff. But all I want to do, all I want to do is read the lead up to infinite crisis. <laughs> that's it's all you want. That's all you want. And, I've, like I said, I've gone to uh, various websites. I've tried searches for Infinite Crisis reading order, and it'll give me all the books I need to read leading up to Infinite Crisis and all the books I need to read during Infinite Crisis, but it won't actually put them in a reading order. And okay. one of the other problems on the DC app is if you're looking at books on there, you have to go in to, you have to click on the book and get into the actual data of the book to see when it was published, because a lot of times they'll show you a date on the search screen. You'll see a book. It'll have a date. And that's not necessarily the date that the book was published. It could be the date that they put it, that they digitized it. And that just drives me crazy. But yet at the same time. okay, so here's something that confused me the other day because I started reading. When I when I got back into comic books around it was around 2004. I distinctly remember going into a comic book store for the first time in years, and the first two books I picked up was Infinite Crisis number one and Astonishing X Men number one. Um, they didn't come out on the same week or even the same month. As a Matter of fact, I think the Astonishing X Men I picked up was like a, a, a director's cut, like re-release type of thing. So. I'm on the DC app trying to find that time frame. I said I said all right, well I'll just see what books came out the same month as Infinite Crisis or as as Identity Crisis, that's what I meant. Identity Crisis number 1. And um one of the books that I started reading was the 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 Firestorm reboot because in Identity Crisis, if you remember, Firestorm dies in that book. Yep, yep. And then, so they get this new Firestorm. Well, the first thing I noticed, though, was that the publishing date on Firestorm number one was like four months, three to four months before that issue of Identity Crisis came out. And I was super confused. It's like, how can they replace Firestorm before he died? I don't know. I just, but stuff like that happened back then because books would be delayed. Yep. And they didn't want to just stop like everything crazy. else. Yeah. Yes. So, I found that really weird. I don't as know. a as a completist, it drove me crazy. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I, I think when when it, when when DC first started doing the uh, Crisis on Infinity Earths, and then they changed all the continuity, that started driving me a little bit insane. Just because I'm like, but Hawkman was in the Justice League. Now he's not in the Justice League, and then would change it so he was again, and it just stirred. But that's a whole not, that's a whole other story.
1: Well, the other thing about that that I find really weird, the whole there there's not a clear cut line in the sand in regard to publishing dates as far as pre-crisis and post-crisis. Yeah. Because even the month after issue 12 of Crisis of, of Infinite Earths came out, some mm-hmm. of those books being published that month were still pre-crisis books. And I find you, you would think that whatever month issue 12 came out, then the very next month would be all, you know, like Man of Steel number 1 and Batman year 1 and and that kind of stuff, but you know, stuff like uh, the, the reboots of a lot of these characters, like freaking Green Arrow, for example. The, the, his reboot started with the Longbow Hunters. But that came out six or seven months after the last issue of Crisis on Infinite Earths. But I think they were still publishing Green Arrow books up to that point, or something similar. I, I don't know if that's the perfect example, but when I try yeah. to find that cutoff, I just, I can't. There's not a legitimate, straight-up cutoff. And that and they never, not to-
2: Yeah, I guess it's because they never really had done it before because they didn't have to worry about like our whole universe has changed and their story started over. Yeah. So I don't know.
1: So I guess it kind of because of stuff like that, I almost can't blame DC for their app not having uh, the ability to look at it by year and sort it by publishing date because it doesn't matter. You know, just read the storylines and be happy, you big bearded jerk. Maybe if
2: you wrote them a handwritten letter, sternly written.
1: Like a quill in an ink pot?
2: Sure. That would probably work even better.
1: Sprinkle salt on it to. uh, Yeah, yeah. And when you
2: close the envelope, put some wax and put your seal on it. Yes. My seal is a beard. Yep. I thought it would be. It's probably like, yeah, that would be perfect.
1: Mm. My beard's getting kind of long. I've, uh, I mean, look at this. I can see it sometimes. Doesn't that hurt? No. No, I'm not pulling on it hard. But look how long but look how no. long that that sideburn is if <laughs> sometimes I'll get up and my sideburns will be sticking way out and I can see them out of the corner of my eye and I always say if I can see my beard out of the out of my peripheral vision it's time to trim it because I'll be sitting there going what's that oh it's just my beard what's that it's just my beard somebody sneaking up on me nope it's your beard time to clip it up but I I have it I legitimately the problem have I've not... never had <laughs> I've legitimately never have not been in a barbershop in, in uh, almost a year now.
2: I don't think we have any barbershops by us. I wish we did. I would totally go to it with like the big spiral thing in the front.
1: We have, we have one of those, not in our town, but it's like a good 20 minutes away. I'm going to move there then. Downtown yep. Lawrence, Kansas. They got the yep. freaking. No, I go. Over there. I used to go to this barbershop that was uh, it was just a little. It was actually legitimately called. Barber shop, and it was just it was just two guys that ran it and uh i'd go in and i'd was say Eddie murphy no i just say trim up the beard off the back of the collar above the ears and they'd get it done and it would look great um but they're a little further away from me and so i started going and at one point i started going into a good clips
2: no Here.
1: and i had this this uh it's this woman was was cutting my hair and i'm like take a, take a, like a, like an inch off of the beard. And it's like, she was really nervous about taking too much off my beard. Like I would just go freaking crazy and start tearing this place down because she took too much off my beard. Which you would have. I'd say, take, take about an inch off. And she'd take about a quarter of an inch off. She'd go, how's that? And I go, you can take more. How's that? No, more. It's like, I know I've come in with a really long beard. I get it. My beard's really long. But when I come in for a trim, I want it trimmed up really short so I don't have to come back in for another three or four months. Maybe
2: but. that's why she didn't want to trim it too much so you would come in back in. For, exactly. With, with the with the monies. That's how they get you. Yep. That is how they get you. But. Indeed.
1: Now I just, so, kind of, I go sit out on the porch with a pair of clippers and go. Rear, rear. Yep.
2: That's what clippers sound like. Like a cat. But it's, it's getting. Ah. It's <laughs> getting crazy. Like see that. <laughs> It's
1: getting crazy up there.
2: Your, your your hat hair is not that bad, actually. I, your hair does the opposite of what most hat hair does, and it, like, comes out. Usually it stays flat. That's impressive. Well,
1: I, I stick it back. Yeah. Instead of going like that.
2: <laughs> That's how I'm going to draw you from now on. <laughs> it's big porcupine anime-looking hair.
1: When I get out of the shower, I can take a brush and go, and it'll all just stick up. Yep. It looks awesome.
2: That sounds pretty good so speaking of beards there's this video game i've been playing called red dead redemption 2 and if you like cowboys and westerns and stuff if you ever can get that for your playstation 2 for cheap for playstation 4 your playstation 2 would run it horribly playstation yeah. 4 um i think you I have got PlayStation a PS4. 4 yeah oh if you like the writing's amazing um even the first game is is incri- one of my favorite games ever so anyway your beard grows in this game like from nothing to and it slowly grows and you can go to a barber and eat and have all sorts of different styles done like handlebar mustache you can have just the chin shaven. so it grows as the days go by and like you can see it happening like you go to bed and you get up and you got some more facial hair so i've become obsessed with growing my beard to level 10 because there's levels (laughs) of beards in this game um i I had to look up youtube videos about growing your beard like my friend's calling it beard simulator 2020 because that's what all i'm doing in this game now um like i literally get on the stage coach because i looked it up on youtube how to get your beard to grow the fastest i'll get on the stagecoach. i'll go as far as you can from one end of the map to another camp overnight as many times as i can until it says you cannot sleep anymore get back on the stagecoach and go to the other end and then i can sleep again so i just keep going back and forth to try to make the days go by so my beard grows and then i found out that you have to buy hair tonic to go past level i forget what so i i'm buying so you, you you chug three hair tonics and that'll do you till your hair grows to the next level well i spent almost two hours doing this when i was around level seven or eight i'm like why won't it get to level nine i want level nine beer like i'm not doing anything like there's people calling me for help out in the wilderness i'm ignoring it i'm ignoring like like i'm ignoring the game i just need to grow my beer longer and I keep taking the stage, the same stage, the moment my stage coach, I get out, I'm like, I need a ride again. He's like, didn't, and it's funny because they actually will have them say things that are like, like, oh, you didn't change your mind a lot, don't you? I'm like, okay, get on in again. So we just keep going back and forth and I camp, get back in. And I was like, nothing's happening. I finally found a YouTube video that said, well, you can't grow your beard to level nine or 10 until you get to chapter four. So I had wasted two hours of my life doing something that was not happening for my beard and my, for my fake character to to grow
1: it's like so what's people are like oh you like this game what's the point of this game i don't know i'm just growing my beard
2: <laughs> yeah pretty much it's like <laughs> this million dollar selling game that like gets the most amazing reviews and i'm growing i'm growing my beard and if i wasn't doing that i probably gets caught up with the fishing game in it because there's a fishing game you can play yeah. poker in it you can play this game where like you take a knife and go between your fingers as fast as you can anyway it's fun game. that's like you know it. i've
1: heard i've heard really good things about that game um i just knowing who i am i'm afraid to get a game like that because i don't i think nothing in my life would get done
2: that's that's a legitimate fear that probably you know, is what would happen
1: no more podcast i would nope. be skipping no more work.
2: work yeah you wouldn't be going to work yeah. anymore yep well i'm like the, i'm the picture of productivity when i have video games in my life Eye roll.
1: Mm.
2: Mm. I roll can't show it to you now but i'm trying to find that i have a screenshot of my my face with my beard and my snazzy outfit but i'll show that to you later because that no one can see that on Plus, it.
1: aren't you a criminal in that game that's what bothers me too because the first game you weren't the first game
2: you were like a really good guy in fact like if you were in a, a saloon and the prostitutes would solicit you you'd be like sorry ma'am i'm married i'm like yeah i like that and yeah. this game you can't, you really can't get away with not like robbing a stagecoach once in a while, but you can either be a really good guy, or, like, the, the, it, it, they do a good job of kind of making you seem like you're noble outlaws, because like, there's another group of outlaws that are complete scumbags, and there's a point where like, they save this woman from them, and they tell her, we're criminals, but we're not them, so, they, they, they don't make you feel like, like, I don't like playing the Grand Theft Auto games, because I don't like being a criminal, Yeah. but this one, I feel like I can still kind of be a good guy still, but... Oh, you can be you can be horrible. You can be absolutely yeah. horrible in this game.
1: Yeah, but, see that didn't that didn't. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I there's a game that called Payday. That part of it doesn't
1: appeal to me, so.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I I I try to just pretend I'm a good guy and ignore that part of it cuz the game's so good, but like yeah, I won't play Grand Theft Auto. There's a game called um Payday the Heist where you literally rob banks and shoot cops. Like cops will always be your enemy and you're always killing them. I'm like I can't I can't do that. I don't care if it's fake, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one kind of pushes the, uh, pushes that envelope a little too much for me, but anyway, it's well, still fun and I, I've rationalized it, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> well, we've been going for an hour and a half. Yep. So I think it's about time we wrapped it up. Do we you want to, do you want to try to do this once a month? Uh we can try to. Why am I, I mean, talking I'm, like this now? I think, uh, I, I've talked about this over on my other podcast, which is only for the patrons, uh, I, I, I will have a link for my Patreon for folks if you want to go check that out. It's only a dollar a month, but um, That's a dollar a month. I've kinda I don't want to say I've run out of people I want to talk to, but I've kinda started to lose my energy. Yeah. Uh to try to track people down and schedule and and uh I I enjoy doing these live streams. It's really weird because since I'm I'm somewhat of a socially awkward person. Yeah. Um the idea of doing a live stream with somebody I've never talked to before, I spend the whole week beforehand just being nervous as crap. Just, oh, I thought just, you were gonna
2: say stalking them.
1: <laughs> no, just go on their eBay profile, see what they and, buy. <laughs> you know, it's like I, I try to it's almost like there's part of my brain that tries to rationalize excuses for uh canceling it beforehand. You know, it's like when I when I talked to uh, like uh, Kyle Stevens from Kirby Crackle and re- was really looking forward to talking to him. But at the same time, there was that socially awkward part of me that's like, I don't I don't that's it's weird. I don't want to talk to him because it's going to it's going to make me nervous and all that crap. But yep. No, so maybe it. maybe part of this whole I'm getting kind of burnt out already, even though I've only done 10 of these. I do feel like I should take a break every once in a while. Because doing them every week is, is taking a little out of me.
2: So I, I I don't make you nervous when I'm coming on the show?
1: No, because we've talked a number of times, so I'm, no, I'm comfortable kidding. around
2: you. I was hoping you would say I do, but oh well. Maybe I, gotta, maybe I have to be more mean and aggressive when I'm on. And
1: well, I can see you. it looks like, is that one of your children in the background? I don't know them. That's, oh, that's so, Harrison. Yeah, so now I'm really nervous because I don't know Harrison. <laughs> I'm
2: Harold. hiding. There, there. He's not there anymore, but now that bright light <sighs> is... Oh, wait, I can see him. Well, I'm trying to see if I move over here, then that light light... shines. Ah. I have an idea again. Ah. There's something angelic about you there. I'll put my arm out. Is that better? (laughs) You feel
1: better now? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just joking. Are you? Yeah, because, you know, even even as nervous as I get, you know, then I get I get the I get I start the live stream with whomever and it's fine. You know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's Yeah.
1: I just, I have, I have issues. I understand. I have issues. What's, uh, what's Harrison doing? Is he playing a video game?
2: He is playing a game called, called balloons. TD six. It's a tower defense game. I don't know if you're familiar with tower defense games, but, um, it's like you have a track, uh, on the screen. Like there's a track that these enemies go along and you build towers along it and you have a certain amount of money to spend and those towers will stop the enemies. And then as you get more money, you can build or upgrade your towers. Um, and it's, so you have monkeys and they're stopping balloons. And I thought it looked like, uh, this, I'm not a huge fan of tower defense games. So I was, I was, I, I saw William English, um, that, uh, he used to be part of the comic geek speak community. And, um, anyways, he was playing it. I saw him on steam. I'm like, I keep seeing him play that. So I just messaged him saying, is that any good? And he, he gifts the game to me like in response, it was a dollar is on sale. Yeah. So for a dollar, he sent it to me. And I'm like, I'll try it. And now I am still playing it every day of this game I thought I didn't like. So um, that's what he's playing. He also plays a game called Smite, which is a game we both like. It is a mobile, a not mobile. Oh, gosh, what does MOBA stand for? Anyway, um, it, it's it's a fun game. It, it, you play as uh, different gods from mythology, and you fight other people. And it's fun. And we play, that's pretty much it. He plays that in Rainbow Six Siege. And he's getting better than me now. He is better than me at these games now which makes me sad because I used to be able well, to drown Tim.
1: He's young and you're old. Yes.
2: Thank you. Multiplayer online battle arena is yeah. what those are called. Okay. So did you play any video games ever? Nope. No,
1: nope. Used so. to. I used to, uh, we have a handful of games for our, we have an old Wii and a PS4 and I used to play, um, like Mario Kart on the Wii, uh, which I really enjoyed, but I was, uh, I was having this reoccurring dream oh, that was really quite frightening, in which I would be in some kind, it was really weird because I'd usually be in either like a some type of utility vehicle, like a big dump truck or mm-hmm. like a big 18 wheeler. And I would suddenly find myself at the top of this giant hill on like an elevated road with no railings. And yep. I was hundreds and hundreds of thousands of feet in the air going almost straight down and it would freak me out when I would have these dreams. And then one day I'm playing uh, Mario Kart and there's a track on Mario Kart called Rainbow Road yep. in which the track is so is above the earth. You can see the earth below you and they have these straight hills that go straight down. And I realized I was having these dreams because I was playing Mario Kart. Yep. And then uh, so I was also playing Super Mario Brothers, but I got really frustrated with that. And when yeah. Uh, y- y- I I I I distinctly remember dying at one point, and I immediately felt the urge to throw throw my remote control across the room, and that's when I kind of said, "I I need to stop."
2: Yeah, it's even worse if you're out in real life and you start thinking you're in the game and forget. Like when I was, I did um, I did play Grand Theft Auto when the first when the the first 3D one came out, which was the third one. I played a lot of that and then I felt guilty and stopped but when I was in the middle of playing that too much literally I was walking down the street one day I'm like I literally I looked at a car I'm like oh I can just take this car quick no one's <laughs> up. no no I can't this is real life so that's it that happens to me sometimes if I play something
1: yeah. too much yeah I mean when you when it's it like becomes your world yeah literally and so yeah it's like the whole the old Tom Hanks movie mazes and monsters oh that's right
2: early Tom Hanks it's all right how many keep, viewers we got Two I'm just gonna 000? keep doing
1: this we've had zero viewers the entire awesome. time
2: are we even online, or did you forget to set that up?
1: Um, no, we've been broadcasting. <laughs> we've been broadcasting okay. for an hour and 37 minutes.
2: Okay. Well, it was still fun talking to you, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, we we got to keep doing this because it, it is a lot of fun. Um, I haven't, if, if we want to do it again next month, I haven't picked out yet. Well, it's your so, turn to pick. Yeah, so I'll have to, I'll have to think about what we want to do. Um, okay. Because I always, there are books that I know that are out there on Hoopla, that I would love to talk about, but I want to pick out a book that neither of us have read. You know yeah. what I'm
2: saying? Yeah. So. Oh, by the way, I sent you a um, uh, on Google Hangouts. I sent you a link to a reading order for Infinite Crisis. All right. I'll check it out. It was my first try. It was my first result. And it has a reading order. So you're not very good at Googling.
1: Well, at hold on now. Let me look. All right. L- let me look at it. Because I feel like I want to prove you wrong. But you're I'm man think- enough to admit when I'm wrong. So let's see. Yeah, that's the comic book Herald. I've been there before, and not you, not Comic Book Herald. So, if you look, let's see. So, you got to get past the collections. Yep. So this is uh, all right. So we've got let's see, Omac Project Number One, but then it has you go to Omac Project Number Two, Omac Project Number Three, and I don't feel like, and then, and then at one point, what
2: about above that? It has Countdown Infinite Crisis Number One.
1: Right. That's where you start, and then it has you go to Omac Project One, Two, and Three. Then there's a couple, of, like three su- different Superman books, Superman, Action Comics, Adventures of Superman, Wonder Woman, then Adventures of Superman, then Wonder Woman. So what do you want? Well, but, but look, <laughs> right after OMAC Project number four, it says to read Manhunter 11, 12, 13, and 14. That yeah. can't be right. Why? I mean, they have you finishing OMAC Project before Villains United even starts. That I don't remember those coming out six months apart.
2: Well, you know what? They might be putting those four together because they want you to read the whole story. I see yeah. your point. I thought you're, I thought you were frustrated because you couldn't, you literally couldn't find any reading order at all, or that it was just no, 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 no. I found paper. reading. Yeah, it's. I. Th- it's just I, not to your liking.
1: Right. Exactly. And I think, like you said, it's it's built to be the events that happen in those three issues. Maybe need to be read together because then the events that happen in another book, even though those like. They say read Omac project 2, 3 and 4. So those were released in three in three separate months and other books were being released at the same time but I guess what they're saying is linearly the events that happen in those three books happen before what may have happened in a Superman book that was released in yeah. the second issue. Came I have on. to
2: imagine there's a reason they wrote it this yeah. way cuz otherwise why would they go to the effort of doing that and not just I don't know or maybe they're being lazy maybe Maybe they're being lazy and it could be even more specific I don't know I, I these are stupid that's what it is I was thinking there's no way you missed this one I thought maybe you no, got no. as far as the as the collected editions and you and you thought that was the end because sometimes the way that these things are, are these websites are formatted you you think you're at the end of it because you'll see an ad or something anyway
1: no I just it's like I said I see it put together like that because at one point as you go down the list it says it's like manhunter issues 11 12 13 14 and 15. And and my my thing is is like I get that as far as maybe chronological events that happen in within the DC universe at that time but when I say reading order I want to know when they were actually published. Yeah. So if if during the first month of that you had Countdown and then OMAC number 1 and Villains United number 1 and you know, Superman, whatever, and that's the way I want to read it, but I guess beggars can't be choosers, right? No. Nope. I just gotta I just gotta muscle up and, and, and read the way they're suggesting I read it. That's what I'm gonna have to do. Word. All right. Well on that note, my friend, this is live stream number ten. Woo they're all doing too, peer pressure. <laughs> that's <sighs> what I I got I got my mind powers over you. I won't take a nap now. I'd love I'm to tired. take a nap. Maybe I will take a nap.
2: I don't know if I have time to.
1: My dog can be very demanding. I I appear to be the only person in this house, even though there's five of us, that Mm -hmm. is able to feed and take that dog outside. Yeah,
2: we have a similar thing in our house, but not with with the cats,
1: not the dog. Because whenever he needs to go outside or he's hungry, I'm the one he comes to. And if I'm asleep, if I'm napping on the couch, he will bark until I wake up. He doesn't go, oh, he's, you know, he's not a human. So he doesn't say... He's asleep. I should go talk. He's not secretly else.
2: Hitler spraining your dog. <laughs> no. Well, then he'd do the same thing and wake you up.
1: Just yeah. Because then he'd be like, ha ha ha. I'm trying to do a German accent. And I can't.
2: <laughs> so you sound like you're French. Oh, <laughs> 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 <IMZ Hitler.
1: laughs> I am the Hitler. I am doing a French accent because <laughs> <laughs> I am in disguise.
2: OK. We've been talking almost two hours. Wow.
1: Yes. So, uh, all right. Peace, brother.
2: Oh, oh. There's an X-Factor Epic Collection coming out that's like all the um, the Walt Simmons, Simonson, Louis Simonson stuff, by the way. Anyway. That's some good stuff. But it doesn't connect the first Epic Collection, and that drives me insane. Why See, that's wouldn't they what I'm talking that?
1: about. But anyway. So what does that mean? Does that mean that everything that happened between those two Epic Collections suck? they're not important it go- enough
2: it, it feels that way it goes from what is it x factor one through nine annual one and then iron man annual amazing Spider. okay so the actual x factor issues are one through nine and then this one is 21 through 36 so yeah i yeah oh you shouldn't torrent comics well i know that but you sure make it hard not to want to do it but i won't anyway torrenting is too complicated now anyway <laughs> yes it I is i can't remember how to do it all right i'm gonna go because my battery's almost dead
1: all right i will talk to you later man all right bye bye We are now live. like one of those people on a sitcom (laughs) when they have a a musician on they're always like
2: (sighs) they're not yeah yeah it's always a little weird okay that was it i played a little (laughs) bit of piano and then go back downstairs (laughs) i Uh, hate i hate sitcoms where people like we talked about this before yeah the amount of the amount of rage both of us feel okay i won't be moving around yeah you know i'm just gonna jog around the house the whole time we talk we'll just get this background Uh, yeah i can spin around how's that i good Here's Harrison playing video games.
1: Yay! Hi, Harrison. Yay.
2: Oh, okay. I do need to show one more thing. This okay. is this is my um my Captain Marvel Shazam uh, nope. shrine. My wife just said she could do like an annoying background noise. I don't know okay. if you want that.
1: Well, just like real quick, or like throughout the whole video. Uh, probably throughout the whole video. Oh, well, that's different. I don't. I wouldn't mind hearing a quick annoying annoying no, background noise. Here, I'm gonna put my head right
2: by that halo of light. Oh there. Oh, I have an idea.
1: <laughs> All right. what's what's your idea?
2: See, you no, doing? look. See, I had the light bulb over my Uh-oh. head. <laughs> I have an idea.
1: Whoa.
2: Okay. Never That's mind. That's me reacting to your idea. That's great. That's great. We should have our own sitcom.
1: A really we're ready. really an awesome sitcom probably. So, uh yes. Yeah, I decided this time not to do any kind of intro or anything. Um, I don't know why. I just I just decided not to. Currently, we have absolutely zero people watching. So, so yeah. So I say we just kind of.
2: I think there's a glitch, um, and we have like twenty thousand people watching already. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, <sighs> monster. I have I have the comic all set up on my app.
1: Cool, cool, cool. Well, we'll talk about that here in a moment. Um, I figured what we'll do is i'll just I'll give a brief synopsis. I'll run down the credits of the book, give a brief synopsis, and then i'll we'll just talk about how we felt about this this here tale. Um but first,